Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back or welcome if you are new. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you have been enjoying the recent podcast, I must say. I've really been enjoying recording them. I I go through those stages where I find it difficult or I find it harder. I definitely think that it has a lot to do with me being a female, me having a cycle when I'm feeling creative, when I'm feeling somewhat more highly strung or emotional. And then obviously just the ebbs and flows of life, it all accounts to how I can show up. And obviously, I mean, that's just, that would go without saying, but yeah, I've been enjoying it lately. I've been loving it. And I am on to um, this week, kind of like piggybacking off what's what you guys have been learning and listening to over the last few weeks, because I, I ended up writing um, how many, five podcast topics in a row, actually, when was it? Well, the other morning, really early in the morning, carrying on from one of those sleep-like states where I write notes in my phone and then went, oh, cool. Okay. This is coming through. This is what I shall do this week. And I ended up writing some in and I've been really enjoying then the process of, of delivering those to you. And I've got to say, I I find it very humbling, and I find it I find it really I, I'm I'm constantly shocked that people listen to me, <laughs> um, or that I can speak into a space and there are people interested. And it's it's very humbling, and it's a big responsibility. And so often I I feel that pressure to go, oh, make sure you're you're delivering really good quality content. But ultimately, I know that there are a lot of you that genuinely get so much out of my podcasts. And so, as always, thank you for being here. And thank you for giving me the space because it does humble me. And it's something that I don't know if I'll ever stop. Ooh, I just feel like it's amazing to be able to do this. So much... Um, so much greatness in this world of being able to share our thoughts and our feelings and our learnings in a space like this. <sighs> so this week I am talking to you about light and shadow. Something that, again, a concept we hear about, but often I feel like there's lots of concepts that get thrown around, especially at the moment our our world is is a beautiful place in a lot of ways where there are a lot of people wanting to learn and consume and grow. Um, 
But there's also a lot of fucking shadows around. There's a lot of toxicity in our world. There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of things happening that um, that upset me and I think upset a lot of people. And there's a lot of, hmm, there's so many things. There's a lot of heaviness in our world. And I thought I'd talk about this concept from my perspective and from my learning. I've been actually enjoying being back in that space of more a storytelling perspective. And I would love to know what you think about it. I would love to know if you enjoy me showing up in that way. Um, but recently I've really, I've had that highlighted to me. Last week I spoke about mirroring and mirroring and uh, light and shadow are kind of quite similar. So I was talking about mirroring and please go check that if you haven't yet. But I was talking about mirroring and how we have to accept that the people around us are there to teach and gift us something, even the most toxic people, as are the most positive people. So that kind of led quite nicely accidentally into this, which is all around um, all around, I suppose, like the idea that not even the idea, the truth that we all have a light side and a dark side. We all have light and shadow. And I think that we're in a world where we are conditioned so often to just show up in our light and to push down our shadow. I know that in generations before us, I feel like that was extremely common. And I feel like um, I feel like we're moving into a space where now what would be called like the awakened man, for example, would be a man that was able to show more than just his light to a to another human. There is so much shadow we all have it, not just men, women equally. And um in relationships of any sort, friendships, um, family relationships, intimate relationships, it's so important to understand that the best relationships will always be formed when we understand that both parts are equal. Uh, it's called duality, up, down, left, right, hot, cold, love, hate, peace, war. Um the best balance can be found when we or the best understanding is when we when we embrace the fact that there is going to be darkness or shadow in every single human being what's better is accepting it within ourselves and then understanding where we have those shadows and a lot of people or some of you may be familiar with like terms like doing the shadow work and a lot of that comes down to looking at mirrors and and looking at how that all works. But it's quite confronting to do that, especially if you are moving into new friendships, moving into a new relationship, um, particularly a relationship. As I said in my last podcast, you know, if you don't clear the mirror, the toxic mirrors from your life and if you don't address those ways of showing up, etc., then what can tend to happen is that you will just find that mirror again and again and again until you address it. And so light and shadow is very, very similar in terms of um, in terms of we want to kind of look at ourselves and understand 
where we're at. Ultimately, as humans, we I believe that one of our greatest responsibilities on the planet and in our lifetime is to understand ourselves, is to be able to know ourselves, is to be able to get where we shine and where we may be dark, where we may have shadows. Um, you know, it's interesting. So many people just do not know what their you know, for lack of a better word, what their downfalls are, where their weaknesses are. And I don't see it as a weakness or a downfall to have a dark side, to have a shadow side. I actually see um, it as just an inevitable part of life. The weak part comes when you don't want to understand that that side of you. That's where I feel the weakness comes. So so very, very interesting this concept is and this um, this conversation is. I, in the last year, have definitely um, wanted to understand where my shadows are a lot more because I really would like to be able to give myself an opportunity to receive as much abundance as possible and I really would like to be in the most beautiful relationship possible and do all of that but you know your shadow stuff just continually pops up and pops up right and that's why the mirrors appear so that we can do the work and sometimes we do need to do work most of the time we're going to need to be doing work but we also just need to understand parts of ourselves so that we can articulate those to the people around us and I see this as the ultimate form of respect I see this as the ultimate um, key to success in any relationship is to be like, you know what, I'm a bit like this. Are you good with that? And <laughs> give the person the opportunity, whether it's the friend or the intimate partner or the family member or the child that you're raising, <laughs> they're going to have to be okay with it to a point. But um, yeah, I feel like it's an interesting concept when saying, if I know myself really well, then I get to come to the table. I get to walk into new relationships with a really good understanding of myself. So this is, this is again, just part of our personal growth, part of our human development. And it's something that I think is really worthwhile addressing and asking yourself about is like, what are, what are my shadow sides? What are my dark sides? What is something that I hold within me that I would not necessarily love um, for everyone to see but that I'm going to be willing to allow a certain number of people to see because there are certain people in your life that are really, really important to you. And I believe that healing is one thing, right? I think there's there's a matter of healing and there's a matter of working on our you know, working on our mirrors and um, removing some toxicity and bringing in some more positivity and all those things. But then at a core, just like we have a balance of masculine and feminine within our within each of us, we also have that balance and that dance between dark and light. And true ownership of both is where freedom starts and ends. You know, when when you're in an intimate relationship particularly, I know that my opinion of that is that 
that person is going to be the most intimate with you physically, right? Because that's part of intimacy. That is intimacy um, or that is part of intimacy. Intimacy physically, intimacy mentally. And I actually think that most people would rather, excuse my French, but would rather be fucked physically than have someone try and actually enter their mind. And that's interesting to me and it's also quite scary. And it also really ruffles feathers and it ruffles mine too because I believe that if people were able to articulate what their mind was doing, what their mind was thinking, how their mind was operating and be committed to their growth and their understanding of self and if they found their match in that way, I don't believe that a relationship, other than when it becomes completely toxic and dangerous environment, obviously, I just need to say that as a disclaimer, but in general, I don't believe a relationship needs to fail if there's that level of mental intimacy equal to that level of physical where you can be so vulnerable with the other person, where you can actually show them who you are. And it requires a lot of hard work and it requires a lot of trust and it requires a lot of vulnerability, which people don't do well. I do it fairly well, but I'm still learning and I still have, hmm, what's the word? I'm still an onion. <laughs> There's still level layers to be peeled, right? Because getting to the core of someone's existence is actually very difficult and it's a life's work. But what I know from experience is that I've known people for five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years and never got to understand them at all. And then there are other people that have known that long that I feel as though I know exactly how they work. I can see when they retreat what's going on. I can see when they're at the forefront what's going on. I can see when they do certain behaviours. I get it because I know about their darkness. I know about their weaknesses or their – I don't believe there are weaknesses to a point, but the perception of that. And you know what? It's a beautiful, beautiful place to be when people allow you in like that. But it's also uh, scary because if they're allowing you in like that, then you need to allow them in like that. And that becomes a place where we feel very, very vulnerable. And it can be scary because I think that once we start to look at our mirrors and I think that once we start to look at our behaviours and we do all those things, I think that then what happens is we open the floodgates. And so I have had to have some really serious realisations of late around the type of person I am and really like wanting to understand myself even more deeply than I already do. And a lot of the reasons for that is because there's a committed part of me that wants my intimate partner to know the shadow side as well as they know the light side and it's so easy 
to show the light side, isn't it? The sexy girl, the fun girl, the playful girl, or I should say woman, but, you know, that side is easy to show, that adventurous, fun, young, happy, loving, sexual person. Like those things are somewhat easy. It's easy to put all that up. But what ends up happening is we put up walls around our darkness or our our shadow. And I think that there's so much beauty in that shadow side. And I think there's so much beauty in that vulnerability that we can bring to a relationship. But we also need to be okay with accepting that from our partner as well. And if you're a female listening to this, um, are you willing to allow your man that space to be vulnerable with you and to say things that may not be um, maybe attractive to you or to show sides of that person that may not necessarily be attractive to you? Vice versa, when being vulnerable, men may not find that part attractive. Some may, some may not, right? And so this this just honestly, it really, um, it shines light for a lot of people on areas that need looking at. I suppose why I bring this into the conversation today is because I ultimately believe that this this is part of the key to successful relationships in general. Um, like I have such an open dialogue with my girlfriends, you know, I've been having some ups and downs in life and they're, they're calling, they're checking in, they're doing, you know, being beautiful friends. And, um, the immediate response is, oh, you know, yeah, I couldn't talk yesterday. I actually didn't want to, you know, how I like to get in my little hole when I'm not feeling well, because I like to take notes. I'm a note taker. You guys know that now, but I, I find that for me, and this is something that I've found super cool for me in my relationship, um, my intimate one especially. When I'm feeling something, I know that one of my um, – one of those things that I would, I would like to hone in on a bit better and we could call it like a part of my shadow side is it used to be quite reactive and I can say things I don't mean sometimes because – my emotions are running higher. I'm being a bit selfish or a bit needy um, or a bit judgy. Like I get it. I get that. I think that's everyone, but I'm, I'm hyper aware of it. And so one thing that I've learned to do is I've learned to take notes on how I'm feeling, whether that's journaling or writing it into my notes on my phone. And I always sleep on things that are important to me because I find that in the past, sometimes the clarity of what was actually important was being masked by emotion. And um, so there's this big difference between how am I feeling and what's important and what's my outcome. So one thing I do is I take notes and I go inward a bit. And so when I'm talking, say, to my friends, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I just had to go in for a bit, go inward for a bit. I just needed to not articulate to anyone because – some of the times my articulations are just not anywhere near the truth. They are just actually really clouded by the emotion or the want for a short-term satisfaction result. Um, everyone likes short-term satisfaction, don't get me wrong. And there's nothing wrong with that to a point. But um, 
But there's also this, um, there's this dance between also being more clear-headed and being more intentional with how I want to talk to people around issues. And so I can say that to my friends or my friends know, like, oh, Jess tends to, you know, overcommit to social stuff because she's a go, go, go connection lover and fun lover. And so they kind of know and get my shadow sides where I can tend to do that. It's a really, it's a really nice place to be in a friendship or in a relationship where you can be like, oh, you know, I'm doing that thing again. I tend to do that. It's one of those things I do or yeah, like I know I get defensive or I know I have this or I know when I'm in an argument, this happens and I might get my back up or I know I shut down a lot. Um, But ultimately understanding those things is like saying, you know what, there are times when we will all have struggles, struggles emotionally and mentally and physically being ill and things like that. And I know how I operate so I can articulate to the people around me, oh, this is what happens when that happens. That's understanding those shadow sides a bit more. It's understanding like, you know, sometimes I get into a feeling or a state of um, anxiety or depression or sadness or I close down when things don't go right for me and what I need from you is this. So I know that I go into... um, sometimes like defensive mode. And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. All good. It's okay. Um, because I, I'm very open and authentic, but vulnerability isn't something when it's the people closest to me that people can easily crack. So for me, it would be to say, no, like I actually, if, if you feel like something's off with me, I'm going to need you to like be at my house Um, my friends know this (laughs) when I was going through some really, really hard stages in the last couple of years, like I have, I have these vivid, I wouldn't say fond, but these memories of when I was in those darkest times, like my best friends, like laying with me next to me in bed, (laughs) giving me a spoon, like spooning me and making sure I was okay and being there with me until it was okay. Cause they know I need that, that physical presence, for example, um, Whereas what can tend to happen is a lot of people will just go, no, I'm fine, they'll shut it down and they won't recognise it as a part of them that needs shedding light on. So they'll just hide it, but they'll go and be doing a disservice to those around them and to themselves because ultimately if you don't understand all parts of you, then when something really hard happens, you won't be able to articulate to the people around you how they can serve you or help you or be there for you. And imagine having a partner, like an intimate partner, the person you're living your life alongside, not knowing you, just seeing the fun loving you, not being able to listen and hear how you feel. It's awful. And I honestly believe that if you were to be in a relationship where you said, I want to do it with you and I get it's going to be really fucking hard and I get that both of us are pretty ugly at times and I get we're human and I get that some of the things we're going to one day say to each other are going to be a bit weird and are going to be a bit confronting and are going to be things that we don't want to know. Like 
there have been so many times in my life where I've had thoughts and I'm sure you guys can relate where you think if anyone knew I was thinking that, you know, like we've been there, right? Imagine being able to have an open dialogue in a relationship where you can just be like, I thought that once. That was really fucking shit. Now, imagine the care and the love and the respect you could receive from your partner if you were both on the same page about this openness without judgment. Being clear about why you want to have an open relationship like that to say, I'm going to tell you the things that are dark. I remember years ago, and I actually don't think I've ever really said this in public, but I'll say it because who cares, right? I remember years ago feeling really low and thinking I might just drive my car into the other side of the, the other side of the road. So I suppose what you'd do is you'd say, I mean, I knew I would never do it, but I had that thought, right? Nothing, who would care, you know? And that was a that was a dark stage of life. That was many, many years ago, like probably in my teens, you know, like a long time ago. How amazing would it be if you just accepted that your dark sides were just as equal as your light and if in that time you had someone that you could say, you know what, I just I was driving today and my um my boyfriend at the time would have had no idea. But imagine if I was able to have said, you know what, I don't know why, but I had this thought and it was really intense and I don't know why, but I think it's because of this. Imagine being able to hold space like that for somebody. It's steep, but I think it all starts with open dialogue about some things. I think it all starts with, especially in intimate relationships, is like, yeah, we're here for the fun and we're here for the team teamwork and we're here for the, you know, connectedness and the togetherness and the building of future together and the making of babies together and the all that, eating dinner together having sex together. We're here for all that, but are we here when we need to be held and can we do that for each other? And obviously there are going to be varying degrees, but ultimately at the at the highest level, I believe, and I've been in partnerships for nearly 20 years, so I'm not a novice, I believe that's the missing link to highly successful and highly beautiful relationships is just not wanting to know all parts and not being brave enough and not being there enough and committed enough. Because when you know all parts, then you get the real serious question of am I in or am I out? And when someone shares with you their darkness or perceived darkness, their truth, their whole truth, and you get to decide am I in or am I out? The question is ultimately like, well, what about your own stuff? Because if someone shares with you to an intimacy level that you're not used to, a lot of people would find that quite confronting or threatening. And there's no, there's no right or wrong, but my definite belief is that ultimate vulnerability in a relationship is what a relationship is about. Because it's really hard to find people to do that with. And that's where you feel most at home and most safe and most seen and as females, what do we want again? We want to be seen, understood and heard. Yet we won't share with our partners our truth 
And then we wonder why we are not seen, understood and heard. Hmm, interesting concept for you there. <sighs> Isn't this life of ours and this world and this brain of ours fucking complex sometimes? My God. <sighs> well, that's a little taster into that. I wonder if you found that interesting or not. I wonder, I don't think I really rounded out the point very well, but I definitely got, I hope I got you um, pro provoking some thoughts within you at least. But um, women always want to be seen, heard and understood. Yet women are so quick to not speak their truth, unveil their shadows and be really real and vulnerable. Most women just complain. Shouldn't I shouldn't say most, a lot, but I think most. They just complain about what the guy isn't doing, um, which is easy to do. I've done it. I still do it sometimes. I need more. I need this. I need that. But ultimately it's about then going, well, here's why I need that. This is the type of person I am. Do you understand that and are you willing to get that? Because this side of me needs that because of this reason. Well, this side of me wants that because of this reason. Men want to feel appreciated and they want to, they don't want to be controlled and they don't want to be criticised. They want to be made to feel they're doing a good job. And I think that's why a lot of men don't show their dark side because they feel, fear criticism and they fear judgement. And there's a beautiful thing that can happen if you put that all down. And that is what I believe true connection and true love and finding a true soulmate is about. Because there is a humanness there that goes far beyond sexual connection. Don't get me wrong, we're not missing out on the sexual connection. That's got to be working too. That's got to be happening too. But the vulnerability that comes in that space and can you imagine what would happen if you were so open and so okay with that vulnerability space in the bedroom and then doing it mentally and then watching what the relationship would look like as a result? Profound, quite profound. It's a work, work of art. It's a work in progress for everybody and it's a constant unravelling of layers but it's definitely, definitely worth thinking about and committing to and being in for if you really desire a grand and beautiful relationship for your future. Have a beautiful afternoon, day, morning, night, <laughs> beautiful week ahead. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be back next week. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.